Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rates. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis Watch and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped Every relationship we've cultivated belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. Hi, this is John Therios. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further than One Nostalgic Weekend. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! So fasten your seatbelts every week for a trip back into time. Only on One Nostalgic Weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. 
Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg 365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing, an active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous is waiting for you. Call us today. Every league, every team, every game, every season. 8 to 10, tell a friend. This is where the experts meet and speak on approach. You want to join the conversation, got to pick up the phone. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's the verbal version of the replay, the recap. The game seven, the draft, preseason, the rematch. Players and coaches, the man keeps you posted. Whether you're rooting for the home or away. Dirt, turf, hardwood, grass, a clip. We keep the conversation going and we cover it all. So when it goes down, you know the score. And when it comes to sports talk, this ain't no small talk. This is the big leagues. The ball is in your core. The best place for debate and point of view. After further review, you know what to do. One, two, one, two, and I say one, two, you are now rocking with the best. After further review, 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass, we are in the building live and direct, man. Um, I be the mayor, left-handed, um, RM Desk, Kip Stash, Chrissy O, however you want to slice it, that's me. You know what I mean? And you definitely not going to get no cake. You cut me open, you're not going to get no cake. You're going to get real deal Holyfield. We in the building live and direct, man. Um... Feeling, you know, feeling good, you know what I'm saying? Um, let me let me let me begin the show by shouting out um the ubiquitous pretty Bob James who's holding me down behind the boards, man. Now I mean, hope that everything is, you know, everything is copacetic behind the scenes and all that. And um, you know how we do. All right, so we're here, we're in the building, man. We're not gonna take up too much of your time tonight, man. We only gonna go for like an hour, but we're gonna go hard body karate for sixty minutes, man. All right, we're going to talk, you know, what's going on right now. We thought we would have a lot of baseball to talk about, but we can't even get that because Coco is not playing around with nobody right now. And Coco is COVID-19 or the Rona or coronavirus or whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? It's not playing. All right? So um, you probably heard by now that, you know, it's affecting a lot of things as far as basically baseball is concerned. The season just started whatever semblance of the season that we were supposed to have, it just started. And, you know, if you've been rocking with this show, you know what I mean, and, and you would know where my thoughts are on this. They should have shut it down a long time ago. But we're not going to, you know, rehash the reasons why they're doing it. We all know why they're doing it. All right? This is all, it's all about, you know, um, economics. You got to get some kind of money out of this right now. But I think at the end of the day, what we're looking at right now is, the um, result of what happens when you don't listen. And for me personally, um, I feel sorry for, like, the older people that, you know, have to still, you know, go through this stuff. You know what I mean? Because we still probably be dealing with it, but not to this extent. All right? Um, and, again, the people that don't listen, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Because you're not going to get no sympathy over here from me. Period. Period. Because, again, I, I don't want to say this again. It's not like I'm, you know, rehashing the same argument or singing the same tune. But we are dealing with the same situation. So we got to talk to it. So for me, um, it's you walking around or running around or whatever you're doing in the name of, oh, I have my freedoms and I could do this. and this. Okay, that's fine. That is, that's, that's, you are absolutely dead right. You're dead right. You know what I'm saying? But a week or two after that, after you have your fun and you're running around being, you know, a uh, Billy Badass and all of that, when you start coughing and hawking up phlegm and feeling like you can't breathe and all that, I know you better not look at me. Cause I ain't got nothing for you but bad times and bubble gum. And I'm all out of bubble gum. Straight like that. I am not, and don't expect me to feel sorry for you. And what is Vaughn? If I was the type of person that really didn't really care, I would laugh at you. I would laugh at your demise. 
because you didn't care about me when you was running around with no mask on. So now all of a sudden I'm supposed to feel some kind of way to feel sorry for you and have some crocodile fake-ass kids because now you got the coronavirus and you already had some underlying circumstances going on already? And now you about to get out of here? But when you was running around on the beach and, and fighting for your right to party, it was all good because you wasn't caring about nobody else. But now I'm supposed to care about you because now you got tubes coming out your ass. We don't play them games over here. So you, you can take it how you want to take it. You know I don't care. So at the end of the day, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, respect. If you're not doing what you're supposed to do, I got no respect for you because you got no respect for nobody else. And you can take, you can eat it however you want to eat it because we have a problem in today's society, man, where people hear what they want to hear. And that's fine. I'm going to say it real slow for you so you can hear me however you feel like hearing it. If you are one of those that felt like you needed the party to get that all out your system while this situation was going on with this pandemic, and now you turn into one of those who end up in the hospital, it sucks to be you. It sucks to be you. And I wish I would see some people. I would laugh at their face. Period. What you going to do? Because it makes no sense. This thing should be It's not going away. But we shouldn't be where we are right now, period. But people don't want to listen. And I'm not even going to get into the ballistics of it, the politics of it. I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not here for that. We're here to talk sports and have to, you know, and, and kind of you know, go away from it. But the sports thing is the reason why we're in this situation right now. Because they want to, they, they want to get the money. They want to make, you know, in, in the name of, you know, People out there missing sports, and yeah, we know that sports makes this thing go around. We know that. But if you ain't got nobody out there healthy to play the game, let alone, we ain't worried about nobody watching the game. We already took care of that. If you don't have nobody healthy enough to play the game, then what the hell are you doing? So, again, at the end of the day, man, um, I hope everybody out there is, is doing their due diligence. I can't tell you what to do. Can't do that. But I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do is be around you. Because, again, I, I, I dealt with the situation, man, you know, with you know, December and January, and it's not a good feeling. It's not at all. So, again, you know, maintain, um, you, know, you know, just think about somebody else besides yourself for once. All right? Because, again, at the end of the day, if you was one of those that was out there, and, I, and, and again, I don't care. What you going to do? Beat me up? No. What you going to do? All you going to do is suck your teeth and get mad and wish you didn't go to that party. That's all you going to do. That's all you going to do. This is After Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. The Sideline Pass. We are in the building. It's live and direct Tuesday night. I got pretty Bob James in the house holding me down behind the boards and all of that. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to um, talk about what we're going to talk about, man. We got like an hour chop it up, man. Um, I don't know if, if Pretty Bob wants to even go to commercial, but we'll do that later on. But um, it's a lot of stuff going on, man. You already know the situation with the MLB. Um, baseball season got off to a, 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 a rocking start, if you ask me. I watched a couple of those games. It was kind of all right. No, no, no crowd or whatever. We talked last, you know, we talked, was it last week when we talked about, you know, you don't know what you got till it's gone. You know what I'm saying? But, again, for me, at the end of the day, I, I kind of got into a couple of the games. You know, I, I watched the uh, open days, open the night against the Angels when um, uh, my man hit the grand slam home run, the walk-up grand slam. And, yes, they did jump up and down and did the power. Yes, they did. Okay? I watched that. I watched the Yankees and uh, Washington Nationals open the night. I watched the Dodgers and the Giants open the night. And, again, I mean, for me, Bob, and I'm going to say it like this, I really didn't. You know, the crowd wasn't there. That kind of took them a little bit out of it. But I still got into the game. I still was interested in what was going on. It you was interesting. I mean? It was interesting to see them do a virtual crowd with people oh, yeah. who were watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. They had, uh, they had the virtual crowd. They had the, virtu- they had the, the, the crowd, like, they were waving. They would play the music and all of that stuff. So, yeah, man, I mean, they, they're doing the best they can, man. They, they're trying to make it. You know, um, 
you know, as close to the real thing as possible. Um, but with, with what's going on right now in present time as we speak, it's crazy, man. Um, what's going on in Philadelphia with the Marlins and stuff, you know, they had their series with the, um, with the Philadelphia Phillies in Philadelphia, the Miami Marlins, and then turn around. I think a couple of their players got sick first. Then it was like six more. Then it was like 13. So all of a sudden it's like 17 members of the Miami Marlins, players, coaches, got the coronavirus or they have symptoms of it. You know what I mean? And, 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 and for me, um, if I'm, you know, I'm the Yankees, I'm, I'm looking at this like, yo, I am not setting foot in that, in that, in that locker room. Not at all. I don't even want to go ne- nowhere near uh, Citizens Bank Park. I don't want to go nowhere near Philly. So here's the deal with this. And I'm not a doctor by no stretch of the imagination. Don't get it twisted because I'm not. Um, if you're walking around with this, you know, with this COVID-19 and you don't know it, example, the Florida Marlins, okay, and they're playing a game with the Philadelphia Phillies, they're, you know, in, in the locker room and, you know, you know, some of the guys, they talk before the game, so they were interacting, not knowing that they was, you know, spreading the coronavirus. Maybe some of, maybe they did, Bob, maybe they did know they were spreading it. Because I think their catcher, Al Farrell, didn't play opening night. He didn't play opening day. Because he was sick. And then uh, the day after, a couple more got sick. And then the day after that, a couple more got sick. So I don't know, man. I, I just think that, um, you know, somebody, somebody's not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah. So the, the Yankees were supposed to host the Phillies. Um at the stadium, no, they were supposed to go to Philly. They were supposed to be in Philly. They were supposed to be in Philly tonight, and they were supposed to be in Philly last night. Those two games got canceled. Now, the Yankees are supposed to host, um, well, they're supposed to host Washington, either Washington or Philly in their home opener. It was supposed to be tomorrow. And tomorrow is my sister's birthday. Shout out to my sister Tiffany. Um, and now they have to end up and go to Baltimore. They're going to play the, uh, the Orioles in Camden Yards. So basically what they're doing is they're making up those games on the schedule. So I guess later on, hopefully, they'll get the Phillies and they'll get the Marlins in later on down the line. So, but again, man, this is it's a domino effect. If it's one team, then you got to backtrack. Okay, so now, you know, and, and this is a perfect, you know, uh, example of what goes on to try to trace this stuff. I'm not a doctor by no stretch of the imagination, yo. But again, at the end of the day, man, I know how to wash my hands. I know how to make sure to wear my mask when I go outside. I know it's it's a hassle, but a lot of people talk this, you know, oh, I, you know, my home is my castle. I love my house and this and that and the third. Now people can't stand to be home. You cannot please these cats, yo. You can't. You know what I mean? But, again, you know, we're not here for that. We're here to talk sports, to have, you know, to have a good time with it. Um, you know, the first couple of days of the major league season, um, you know, nothing's changed except, you know, they're playing in front of empty crowds. I mean, still seeing home runs, still seeing players at the plate, still seeing, you know, what you would see in, in, in a regular baseball season. So, again, man, um, I'm not really going to jump out the window and, and talk about, you know, who's hot and who's not, but you know what it is. It's 60 games in 66 days. So, again, man, um, I just think that, you know, you just have to be smart, man, and do and, and do the right thing. You know, it, it might sound corny, but <clears throat> pardon me, it might sound corny, but it is what it is. Um, a couple teams that you know surprises um, out the gate. You know, there's always there's always somebody out the gate that's a surprise. Um, let's talk about the San Diego Padres real quick. Because remember, I was I said the Padres are going to be one of those teams probably that are going to surprise people. You know, I wouldn't be surprised they ended up you know, making some noise this season. Um, you know, they're doing their numbers right now. I mean, you know, they went back to the brown uniforms. Okay, they got a couple of, you know, kids that are going to be stars. Fernando Tatis Jr., he's going to be a star, a superstar. Okay. Um, I'm, st- I'm still holding out hope for Will Myers. And I'm hearing, they, you know, they might be trying to trade him first chance they get. Um, they played a good Diamondbacks team. Okay. Um, their pitching, their pitching was pretty decent. Um, Chris Paddock, 
Denilson LeMay, Gary Richards, they all threw the ball very well. Um, Eric Hosmer, he's having his Kansas City Royals flashback. He's doing his numbers, you know. Um, Trent Grisham, he does his numbers. And they're 3-1. and one. So then they're going to go on the road now. They're going to play San Francisco and Colorado. So, hey, man, um, the Giants, you know, we're not really expecting too much out of them, but we are expecting some things out of Colorado this season. So this is going to be a good um, early season indicator of where the Padres are. And I say that because we're 60 games. So we got to talk like we're in the middle of the season. All right? There's no more such thing as, oh, it's early. That is dead. That conversation is dead for 2020. It's late. It ain't early. It's late. Okay? Um, Cincinnati Reds. They were also one of the teams I said that, you know, um, you know, with the additions that they got, the lookout for them, you know, Mike Moustakis and those guys like that, Sonny Gray is, you know, experiencing a resurgence, okay? Um, that just goes to show that he wasn't ready for New York. And that's cool. It's all right. Um, they lost two or three at home to one of the worst teams in baseball. Then they lost to the Cubs yesterday. All right? Um, but just remember last year early, remember the Orioles, they took two out of three from the Yankees. Uh, opening, you know, opening weekend last year, all right? Cincinnati still has time to turn it around. But, um, I mean, you got you to gotta call it what it is. It's disappointing. A lot of people are expecting some things out of Cincinnati. And for them to get off to the start that they have, you know what I mean, um, especially against a team like Detroit, who nobody's expecting anything out of the Tigers, all right? It's, it's really disappointing. But, again, you know, it was a blessing to those other teams in the National League Central that Cincinnati hasn't really got off to that, in that blazing start, all right? Um, even though they've only played, like, what, Bob, like one-fifteenth of the season, all right, um, Cincinnati Reds are going to be good. They're going to be good. I, you could put them in the playoffs. Put the Cincinnati Reds in the playoffs. You heard it here first. Um, the Philadelphia Phillies, okay. You know, they did their numbers over the weekend. Saturday was a big thing for them. They, they had some, did some numbers. Bryce Harper did his thing. Zach Wheeler, um, their newly signed pitcher from the Mets, he was very, very good. Um, but Friday and Sunday was a problem. The Phillies lost against the Marlins. That, the, the Marlins team it's, is better, but they still don't really have a roster of anybody that's going to get them out of last place, you know, especially in that division at the end. All right? Um, the Phillies were supposed to play the Yankees. They didn't materialize. We'll see them later on down the line. Um, Arizona Diamondbacks, they had to do some things um, Sunday to avoid getting swept. They had a lead yesterday, but then Luke Weaver got pounded, right? Um, Robbie Ray was supposed to be one of their big arms. His start wasn't very encouraging. And their offense hasn't got it together yet. And, I mean, you know, getting out of San Diego with a win, it's not awful. But, again, look at what you expected from Arizona and what you expected from San Diego, and then look at that statement again. You expect a lot more out of Arizona than you've gotten out of them so far. And you really, you know, don't have any expectations for San Diego, but I think that's why they're going to be around, because they don't have nothing to lose. They don't have nothing to lose. And they got those brown uniforms back. You know what I mean? So... Again, um, watch out for the San Diego Padres. I mean, the Dodgers are going to you know, do their thing in that, in that division. But, uh, again, this year is, gonna, is different because the top two teams in each division make the playoffs. All right? So it's two in the East, two in the Central, two in the West. And it's two more. And that goes by win-loss record. So you have eight teams in the American League. Eight teams in the National League in the playoffs. That's 16 teams. How many teams are in Major League Baseball? 30. So that means more than half of the teams in baseball are going to be in the postseason this year. So you know some strange things are going to happen. All right? Um, the Los Angeles Angels. They started off one and three. It could have been worse. They, you know, had three competitive games against the Oakland team which is, you know, people are looking at them as one of the best teams in baseball. Um, they still, the Angels still don't have Anthony Rendon yet. They're free agent signing. 
Um, Dylan Bundy looked decent. Andrew Haney looked decent. Um, you know, Matthew Andreessy looked good on Sunday. But Shohei Otani, man, listen. I think if, you know, he's a two-way player. He's a, he's a DH for the Angels, and he pitches. And um, his first outing was not good. was not good at all. So maybe he's putting a lot of pressure on himself. Um, maybe, you know, they shouldn't have threw him out there so early. Anything. But his, his first pitching outing was not good at all. All right? Um, Toronto Blue Jays. I mean, they were ready to take two out of three games from Tampa, which would have been a big thing for them. And they blew the game. Um, we talk about them already. There's definitely enough to be excited about in Toronto or Buffalo, wherever you want to put them. Um, Kayvon Vigio, Bo Bichette, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Those dudes. They're going to be great one day. All right? Then you put them with Lourdes Gurriel and Teoscar Hernandez, who had two homers yesterday. All right? Matt Shoemaker made an encouraging start, and you could throw Trent Thornton in there too. All right? So, again, man, the Blue Jays are going to make some noise. It's 60 games. Remember that. It's 60 games. You're not going to hear nothing about, you know, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You're not going to hear none of that nonsense this year. None of that. None of that. You're not going to hear any of that garbage this year about it's a, it's a marathon. Everybody's ready to go from the door. Then you have to factor in, you know, who's going to come up with the coronavirus next? Who has the coronavirus now? Who's not playing now? Who has guys that are missing out of their lineups? So all of this is important, man. And that's why I say if you, you would have to factor in teams that you didn't see, you know, having, you know, good seasons at all. You're going to have to factor that in. And if you don't, you're not paying attention. All right? This is after further review, man. 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. We're going to rock out for an hour tonight. My man Wacko Bob, a.k.a. Pretty Bob James, is in the building holding me down behind the board. Um, the Texas Rangers, they opened that ballpark in Texas, man, that new place. Um, those uniforms are crazy. They, take a, they took it back to 83 with the uniforms, the powder blues. Wow. Um, they only scored five runs in three games off of Colorado in their new, in their new stadium. Um, yesterday we found that Corey Kluber, he's probably out for the season. Um, again, at the very least, he won't be starting anymore. All right. Um, their offense has to, you know, start doing a lot more. They got some backs on their team, all right? And, again, man, um, people were talking about the Rangers because they had a strong three up front at the top of their rotation. They had some backs, but now Corey Cooper's gone. Um, again, you know, they, they, they need to do their thing, man. Um, and I think the Texas Rangers may be a team that will be a spoiler. Remember what happened with the Mariners last year. Remember we talked about the Mariners last year? They was like 13-2. and two. They was killing everything. The Mariners was killing everything you put in front of them. All right? But through 60 games, the Mariners were 25-35. and 35. So it all balances itself out in the end. You know what I'm saying? So that's where we are with the top five teams right now. I know it's – I know, I know, I know, I know. But 60 games, we got to talk about it. All right? Number five, we got the Tampa Bay Rays. Number four, Minnesota Twins. Number three, the Oakland A's. Number two, the Los Angeles Dodgers. I've watched Mookie Betts do his thing. Shout out to him. Um, number one, the New York Yankees. Absolutely. You could call me a homer, a fan dude, whatever you want to call it. But I saw Giancarlo Stanton hit two home runs that, like, he hit one with, like, 470 feet. The other one was like 420 feet. And if you, you could ask Pretty Bob, I am like the harshest critic of Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge. And I'm a Yankee fan. So when I saw Giancarlo Stanton hit the home run in back-to-back games, I was like, okay. We on to something here. This is a bizarro season. And it's starting out you know, pretty decent for the Yankees, but, you know, we are what we are with it. This is After Further Review, man. 2.0, a.k.a. the Sideline Pass. 
We're going to go an hour deep tonight. My man, um, Pretty Bob James, is in the building holding me down. Um, that's, that's basically as far as the, the, uh, the baseball is concerned. I got my hockey people. I got to take care of them because hockey is back, okay? They saw a couple of exhibition games up in the, um, the hub cities to, you know, today and over the weekend. And we got to welcome the Seattle Kraken to the world. That's the newest NHL team, the Seattle Kraken. All right? I'm not expecting them to have to be that expansion team like we talked about with the um, Las Vegas Golden Knights. Because remember, I was on them from the beginning. I was, and Bob will tell you, Bob is my witness. I was on the Vegas Golden Knights from the beginning. When they, had, when they got Mark andre Fleury as a goaltender, I was like, oh, okay. This team will be good. And, again, you know, we're in 2020. This is not like 1985 or 86 or whatever when you had expansion teams coming to the league and they were garbage. Okay? The, the Golden Knights went to the Stanley Cup Finals. And everybody was like, oh, it's, a, it's an expansion team. They're supposed to be garbage. No. No, 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 no. All those players that were thrown into the expansion draft that the, that the Golden Knights had access to, these were the bums. These guys were good. So you put them in a, in, a, in a new situation where they've got nothing to lose, and they go out there and do what they do. So salute to the Vegas Golden Knights. And I'm not really expecting that out of Seattle, but, hey, who knows? You know, so the NHL is back in the building, man. Um, they get ready to do what they do. Um, respect to them. The NBA, you already know what it is with them. They're in that bubble. I think, you know, they got the battery in their back now because they didn't, nobody tested positive for the corona and all that. So that's a great thing. Dion is cleared to return to, pe- to practice for the Pelicans. So, I mean, the NBA is doing what they do. But um, what I, what I want to get into real quick is we, got, we got, kind of got compressed with time tonight a little bit. Um, I want to talk a little bit about quarterbacks, NFL, all right? Um, I was having a conversation with, with uh, Bob James behind the scenes, and we were talking about top 10 quarterbacks. Now, I don't really do top 10 lists and stuff like that because I'm not here for that. Um, but I'm going to put 10 names in the mix, and I want to know what the ubiquitous pretty Bob James thinks about this, all right? Number 10. I got Carson Wentz, and I'm not a big Carson Wentz fan. I think Carson Wentz is, is, is the next Matt Ryan, all right? But we'll get into that in a minute. Number nine, I got Ryan Tannehill. Number eight, I got Tom Brady. I had to do it. Number seven, I got Aaron Rodgers. Number six, I got Deshaun Watson. Number five, I got Dak Prescott. Number four, I got Drew Brees. Number three, I got Lamar Jackson. Number two, I got Russell Wilson. And number one, I got Kirk Cut. No, I, I got uh, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I know Bob You're looking right. to run with that one because <laughs> we talked about that. I got Patrick Mahomes. Um. A couple of guys I left outside of my top 10, Bob. Um, I left Kyler Murray out. He was actually number 11. All right. Um, I had to give, I, and as much as I laughed at Matthew Stafford, I had to give him some respect. Because if he didn't get hurt, I think Matthew Stafford was going to do some things. But he had his back issue. Um, I, I left Phillip Rivers off the list. I let Jimmy Garoppolo off the list. I left, you know, Jared Goff. Actually, he's like low on the, on, on the list. Um, Ben Roethlisberger, I had him at like 15. I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to have a, a, a big year coming back. I think he is because I think he's got something to prove. All right? Um, they really missed him last year. They didn't really get that quarterback play that they needed and they wanted. But um, I think with a healthy Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers are going to be right back to normal with a healthy Ben. All right? Um, the reason why I have Carson Wentz at number 10, last year really marked the first time that Carson Wentz was able to finish a regular season since 2016 of his, his rookie year. I mean, he completed over 62% of his passes, threw 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, to a, a receiver group that was a bunch of bums. They, had a, they was a bunch of bums. 
I think they had fifteen hundred yards in, in, in total in total in total receiving yards for the Eagles last year. All right, and you're going to ask me why the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round? Knock it off. Number nine, I had Ryan Tannehill. Um, you know Ryan Tannehill, the second half of the season last year was the best quarterback in the league. Period. You know, he, he, he replaced Marcus Mariota and finished the season, you know, with a trip to the AFC Championship game. Highest passer reigning among, you know, quarterbacks who took at least 50% of this team's snaps. And he's got a new four-year, $118 million deal. Okay? So, again, you know, with them, you know, Derrick Henry and, and those situations that they got in Tennessee, Tannehill should be all right. Was it the aberration? I hope not. Because we were saw, you know, we were looking forward to Ryan Tannehill being good when he was in Miami. But he had got hurt. So now he's in Tennessee getting the chance to kind of reestablish his career a little bit. And hopefully it'll work out for him. You know what I mean? I'm pulling for him in Tennessee. Do what you do. Um Tom Brady. I mean, he's my quarterback now, so I gotta respect him. I ain't gotta like it, but I gotta respect him. Um the the weapons that he's gonna have at his disposal outside of Rob Gronkowski. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you know what I mean? Um, you know, uh, again, you know, if, if anybody could do it, it's this guy. So now I'm going to be in the matrix because as, as good as Tampa Bay can be and as good as I'm anticipating him to be, my thing is I don't want it to be just because of Brady. I don't want him his name to be the only name that we hear because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are like 10-3 and three or, you know, 9-2. and two. Okay. So, again, we have a defense, a young defense that's on to come. We got some running backs, Ronald Jones. I'm looking for Keyshawn Vaughn to do some things. All right? So, we're going to put it together. If Tom Brady doesn't get – our injury changes the whole situation. So, now i got to go into this thing like the Denver Broncos went into it with Peyton Manning and his neck issue. So that's that's what I'm dealing with with Tom Brady, but we'll get more into that as the season gets closer. Um, Aaron Rodgers, October. Aaron Rodgers, ten touchdowns, one interception. That was his touchdown to interception ratio in October, ten to one, and it was eight to two in December. So again, um, when Aaron Rodgers has a positively schemed passing game, he does his numbers. Now, the thing about the, the, the Packers drafting Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers not feeling that. I think that that's a bunch of nonsense. Aaron Rodgers got to get his head out of his ass. Because it's not the Aaron Rodgers Packers. It's the Green Bay Packers. Just like you replaced Brett Favre and Brett Favre wasn't going to help you and all that nonsense, you should be the better, better person. At least, you, yeah, you did get a ring out the deal. Like Brett Favre got a ring out the deal. So turn around and help that man. That's all I got to say about that. Because, I mean, I tend to lose some respect for Aaron Rodgers. Man, I thought he was one of the good guys. Okay? Um, Deshaun Watson. You know what? I think, you know, you know, going into the season, he's got a receiver group of, you know, Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills. You know, there's a big name that's missing. They got traded to Arizona. Um. And, again, I think, you know, with DeAndre Hopkins, you know, being, you know, traded to Arizona, it's going to be um, how, you know, Deshaun Watson elevates his game. Okay? Um, again, you know, Deshaun Watson and De De uh, Andre Hopkins, he had 119 catches last year. Second most in the NFL. So, I think that's going to be a bit of a problem for them no matter how you look at it, but hopefully they can work it out. Dak Prescott, he's still not paid yet. He's got a new head coach, Mike McCarthy. We'll see if their offense could be any more interesting. Um, and I think that, you know, if they could get rid of some of that predictability that the Cowboys have with their offense when Jason Garrett was the head coach, they can, you know, be better. Um, we signed that Amari Cooper helps. So, again, Amari got paid. Um, Zeke got paid. Demarcus Lawrence got paid. And Dak Prescott still holding, out, holding his hat out for some Trump change. 
Pay that man, Jerry Jones. Pay that man. This is After Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. the Sauron Pass. When we come back, we're going to take a pause to the cause, quick pause to the cause. When we come back, we're going to get into the last four, um, my top ten, and um, talk some other stuff, man, before we get out of here. All right? This is After Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. the Sauron Pass. Quick pause for the cause. Let's get it. Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rate. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis Watch and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped Every relationship we've cultivated belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. 
Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. Hi, this is John Therios. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further than one nostalgic weekend. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! So fasten your seatbelts every week for a trip back into time. Only on one nostalgic weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing, an active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous is waiting for you. Call us today. Building man, um, this is a you know a short version after further review 2.0, aka the Star Rock Pass. We're in the building tonight. Pretty Bob James holding me down. I am the Bear, left-handed, aka RM Death. Man, we got a joint, some music coming for you, man. But that's later on down the line. We got some music coming. I right, shout out to my man Pizzazz. He did a um, uh, we we made the um summertime song that I did, man. So. Um, we're going to premiere that next week on New Knockoffs. Well, next, yeah, this week on New Knockoffs Radio. Um, we're going to be doing the video shoot hopefully in a couple of weeks here. Um, so, yeah, we're we working. We're working over here behind the scenes, man. So sports is coming back. So um, Bob was like, yo, you got to get on the mic. got to grind this microphone. Give me an hour tonight. I was like, I bet I got you. So we're in the building, man, chopping it up, man. Um, we ran down our list um, of the top ten quarterbacks. And um, we were up to number four. Um, number 10 was Carson Wentz. Number nine was Ryan Tannehill. Number eight, Tom Brady. Number seven, Aaron Rodgers. Number six, Deshaun Watson. Number five, Dax Prescott. Um, number four, Drew Brees. All right. Uh, another year, another game coming up short for the Super Bowl. Last year, you know, Drew Brees led the league in combined regular season and postseason passer rating. Um, completed 74% of his passes through 28 touchdowns of five interceptions. Um, despite really only having Michael Thomas to throw the ball to with nobody else. You know what I mean? Um, but they went and got Emmanuel Sanders in free agency. So expect some big numbers to come from Drew Brees. They're going to put a lot of pressure on a lot of secondaries this year. You got Thomas on one side and Emmanuel Sanders on the other. So Drew Brees, his numbers should only get better. Um, number three, Lamar Jackson. Yo, I like Lamar Jackson. Regular season, Lamar Jackson is a beast. Playoff season, Lamar Jackson, not so much. And it's been two years now. All right? His limitations as a passer, they really, really showed in that loss against Tennessee. All right? But he did get the MVP. He set the single-season rusher record for a quarterback. All right? Um, Lamar got better in Greg Moman's offense. All right? The offensive coordinator. Um, I think that, you know, he's only going to get better as he gets older. All right? Um, he's going to definitely have to you know, uh, uh, tail back the, the running a little bit, I think, um, to be more effective as a passer. You always want to have that element of, you know, you got Ingram in the backfield. You got some things going on in the backfield in, in, in Baltimore. And Lamar Jackson's just an added, you know, added, you know, will put more pressure on the defense. But I think that if Lamar focused a little bit more on his passing, became a better, you know, more adept passer, then I think that Baltimore, you know, they, there's, there's nowhere else to go. Now, I can see them winning two or three Super Bowls, but they're going to have to get past Patrick Mahomes. Okay, 
Because we talked about it behind the scenes. The AFC is loaded. So, and Lamar Jackson and those boys want to go get it. It's right there for them to get. But they got to get, they got some obstacles to deal with first. All right? Um, Russell Wilson. Um, only Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, and Aaron Rodgers have thrown more regular season touchdown passes than Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson has thrown 227, all right, since 2012. All right? Um, I think that Russell Wilson, you know, he's supposed to have two Super Bowl rings. He's got one. He's supposed to have two, but that's okay. Um, I think that he remains kind of underutilized by Seattle. All right? He doesn't really throw the ball as much as he should. Um, I think if he were, you know, had the ability and the offense were a little bit more pass-heavy, his numbers would be in those record books. His name would be in there. But it is what it is. But Russell Wilson still gets his respect. So shout out to him. Um, Patrick Mahomes, 2018 NFL MVP, reigning Super Bowl MVP. Um, he was hurt last year a little bit, so he dropped a little bit in efficiency. Still threw 26 touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, he threw 10 touchdowns, two interceptions in the postseason when he was fully healthy. Um, Kansas City's returning most of their Super Bowl starters. And, again, I think that um, this season for Patrick Mahomes, you know, he, he should, you know, I think he could throw close to 50 touchdowns this year. And that was back in 2018. So Mahomes is definitely not done yet. Man. So, again, those are the quarterbacks, man, in our top ten here after further review. I think next week, man, we're going to get into the running backs and the wide receivers. So stay tuned for that. I um, This is after further review 2.088 in the sky my past. We're giving you an hour tonight, man, because uh, my man Pretty Bob James got some things to handle. And uh, it's all good. We're giving you an hour, all right? Um, and it is what it is. Get at me behind the scenes or on Twitter at RMDesk. Get at me on Facebook, man. We The crew is in the building. After further review 2.0, a.k.a. the side my past. We are definitely in the building making it do what it do. I um three minute rant real quick. I got five bold predictions for the NBA and their restart in the Disney bubble. All right, and the three minute rant starts right now. Um, the Lakers are gonna probably end up sweeping whoever winds up as the West number eight seed, whether it's Memphis, New Orleans, or Portland. I don't think either one of those teams are you know uh, remotely equipped to challenge the Lakers in seven games. Lakers swept New Orleans in the regular season. Zion only played in two of those games. Anthony Davis sat out that last matchup, but it didn't really matter. Uh, Portland has the same problem. You know what I mean? Um, at least they have Brandon Ingram, who can kind of, you know, play defense on LeBron, LeBron James and hang with him athletically. The Blazers don't have that. Um, Carmelo is going to start at small forward, and he lost mad weight, so hopefully he can – get that some energy and he can do what he does. Um, Memphis, who beat the Lakers three times during the season, all right? So watch out for them. You know, a lot of people just jumping on the Lakers bandwagon. I don't know. Um, DeAndre Ayton of Phoenix will be the breakout lottery player of the Bucs. All right? Um, he did his numbers in that last week before the season got canceled. He was killing his opponent, whoever he was playing. His 12.2 rebounds a game as a starter surpassed Joel Embiid and Anthony Davis. All right, scoring numbers are even better. All right, um, is going to do his thing, man, so watch out for him. Um, Oklahoma City is going to win their first-round series. Watch out for them, all right? They're, they're going to make some noise, man. They started out the season at 5-10. and 10. They're 35-14 since November 23rd. So watch out for the Oklahoma City Thunder if you want to uh, latch on to a team that nobody's paying attention to. Um, the 76ers, they're going to play well enough to keep those guys together. The Embiid, the Ben Simmons of the world, you know what I mean? Um, they're going to keep those guys. But the Houston Rockets, that's another story. Um, I think that, you know, they, 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 they're doing what they have to do, but I think the small ball situation is going gonna, is gonna to kill them. It, it's going to really, really kill them. Um, 
you know, dedicating it to, to you know so much to shooting the basketball was the thing for what Russell Westbrook. All right, he's clogged up the spaces. They don't really have spaces in in regards to moving the ball around for the Houston Rockets. So again, um, you know, Russell Westbrook, he lives and you know dies by you know his drives to the basket and everybody else's threes, like the Harden and all those guys. They're gonna die by those shots, and they're gonna have to figure it out. And I don't think that that it, you know going into next regular regular season that Houston Rocket team is not going to be the same. Um, the Los Angeles Clippers will win the NBA title without playing a game seven. You heard it here first. Now I'm going out on the limb because they got a lot of guys in, you know Lou Williams. You know what I mean? Those guys are going to be out. Um, and again, you know they, they're going to have to figure it out. But I think that the Clippers, you know, this is this is their time. This is their time. They got to, you know, forget about the situation and just go out there and play ball. All right? This is After Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. the Sideline Pass. We gave you an hour tonight, man. You want to have some more conversation, make sure you get at me on Twitter, at Lawrence. Yeah, shout out to my mans over there at Walking Sports. Shout out to the season ticket. Shout out to No Knockouts Radio. We're in the building Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights at 11 p.m. All right? Um, so we're about to get out of here. Y'all be peace. Do what y'all do. We'll talk to y'all next week. This is After Further Review 2.0. AKA the Sarai Pad. Pretty Bob, take me home. Let's go. Crucify! Why? Crucify!